You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you to this edition of the Faith Roots Podcast. And this month we're talking about praying in the Spirit. So let's go ahead and jump right into our text scripture, Matthew 3.11. This is John the Baptist. And he said, I indeed baptize you with water under repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Of course, he's speaking about Jesus. And this was a revolutionary idea that any believer could be filled with the Holy Spirit. There were certain ones who were anointed of the Spirit in the Old Testament, but it was by no means everyone. And now John is saying when the Messiah comes, one of the things that he is going to do is pour out the Holy Spirit on everybody. Now, praying in the Spirit is better understood if we first take a look at prophecy. Because praying in the Spirit is an inspired word in a language that the speaker does not know. Prophecy, on the other hand, is an inspired word in a language that the speaker does know. So they're similar. And you can learn something about praying in the Spirit by looking at prophecy. Prophecy is inspired and it's in the language of the speaker that clearly understand it. It can be accompanied by a word of revelation about future events, but if it does, there is another spiritual gift at work with the prophecy. In other words, prophecy is uh, the car and this other spiritual gift is the passenger. Well, it would be the gift of the word of wisdom, which is God's supernatural insight into the future, future events, that's, that is the word of wisdom. Um, and so sometimes people prophesy and they don't have any special revelation uh, other than something good that God has done, or it's a very general thing. And uh, here's a great example of it. This is Hannah, the mother of Samuel. And she is praying under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You could say that this is prophecy. And listen to what she says. My heart rejoices in the Lord. In the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There's no one beside you. There is no rock like our God. Do not Keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak such arrogance. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by Him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumbled and are armed are, are armed with strength. Those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who were hungry hunger no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who has had many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and He exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and He lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sets them with princes 
and he has them inherit a throne of honor. That's talking about Joseph would have been one like that. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. Upon them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked will be silenced in darkness. It's not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder against them from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Now, there is some prediction of the future here, but really in general it's just a description of how God flips things on people that are haughty and proud and how he takes people who are suffering and humble, who trust in him, and he lifts them up and he exalts them. And that's the spirit of prophecy. That's on Hannah. So you can see that prophecy doesn't necessarily have to carry uh, loads and loads of, of, of detailed revelation in order to be affected. It's a general praising of God for his wonderful ways and how he works and so forth. And she's inspired to say this. In other words, this is not something that Hannah could just roll off her tongue at will. She's most definitely inspired, and, and fittingly so, because she's rejoicing over the birth of this little guy that she has named Samuel and how God has uh, given her this son, and he's destined to become one of Israel's greatest prophets. And so uh, that's what I want you to see here. Uh, this is the spirit of prophecy. You can see it again in Mary. She does a little bit of prophesying, prophesying here uh, after she visits Elizabeth, and she finds out that Elizabeth is going to have a little baby. She, uh, she's six months pregnant. The angel told Mary this, but uh, she went to see for herself. And this is what Mary said, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in rem remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, even as he said to our fathers. Now, see, again, you, this is very similar to the prayer of Hannah. And uh, there's a little bit of revelation here, but it's not super specific. It's very general, but it again is the spirit of prophecy. And the reason that I keep going after these and bring these out is because a person can prophesy and not yet say anything of a revelatory nature. You can be giving praise to God generally, and you're extolling God with an anointing to describe who He is, what He does, and you can tell you're outside yourself. This is not just something that, that you decided to do. There is a real unction for you to say these things, and you're saying them in a language that you know. So magnifying God lifts the inner man. It lifts you up. It recharges your spirit. And the Holy Spirit will assist us in this, and that is the spirit of prophecy. We wind up saying things that are beyond our comprehension. 
Now, John the Baptist was an amazing prophet. Jesus said there was not a greater prophet born of women uh, than John the Baptist because John the Baptist had the job of introducing the Messiah to the people of Israel. But yet, John did nothing miraculous. And I want to read to you here from the book of uh, John, chapter 10, verses 40 and uh, 41 and 42. Then Jesus went back across the Jordan to the place where John had been baptizing in the early days. Here he stayed, and many people came to him. And they said, though John never performed a miraculous sign, all that John said about this man was true. And in that place, many believed in Jesus. Now that's interesting to me, that John had this amazing anointing. Jesus said there was not one greater born among women than John the Baptist, and yet he did no miraculous signs. And there were a number of prophets like that in Israel's past. Uh, Jeremiah would have been one of them. He didn't do miracles. He had an amazing anointing, and his prophecies raised up kingdoms and caused other kingdoms to fall. And so God used him to judge kings, but he didn't do miracles. And uh, so we see Samson doing all these amazing feats of strength with the miraculous power. He was definitely anointed to do miracles, but he didn't do a lot of prophesying. He didn't do a lot of speaking. And so God manifests his spiritual gifts in different ways, depending on the need, depending on the person, and depending on the time and the setting for what it is there to do. And so you see that John the Baptist didn't particularly have a lot of miraculous activity around him. He did point to the coming Messiah, and that was his number one job. That was his unction. And so prophecy doesn't have to be a spectacularly revelatory word every time someone gives a prophecy. You can prophesy just with an anointing to sing the Psalms or to declare God's goodness. It, it, it's, it's lifting just because you've done that. And so that is the simple gift of prophecy. Now, I'm not saying that that is what uh, John the Baptist was limited to, uh, because John the Baptist certainly had more insight into the future plans of God through the word of wisdom. He understood that. But even yet, you read about John. John was not really sure about how the whole ministry of Jesus would be fulfilled because he sent disciples to Jesus to ask him, are, are you the one who was to come or should we look for another? Because he had certain limitations in his understanding. I'm sure he probably didn't think that he would be beheaded when he first answered the call to ministry. He was certainly willing to do whatever he was supposed to do. And he was honored for it. But the point I am making is this, and I'm going to say it over and over again is that simple prophecy doesn't have to have revelation in it. And uh, I think sometimes we, we think that all prophecy is the foretelling of the future, and that's not necessarily so. Well, my time is gone for today, but we'll pick up here tomorrow. And uh, you, you've heard me say that understanding praying in the Spirit in an unknown language can be helped by understanding what prophecy is because it's praying and speaking in a known language. It's an inspired uh, word in a known language. And so we'll pick up more with this tomorrow, so don't miss it. I'll see you then. 
We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.